Hey everybody, I don't know if something a little strange happened with the end of last episode and this episode, but it feels like there was a a bit of conversation or something that had gotten lost. I don't know if it was a Craig issue or if the file got replaced, but it only feels like a, a handful of minutes was lost. Um, but basically, basically, the medication that Cookie was given at the hospital started to to wooze her up a little bit, and she ended up needing to have a lie down, passing out, as it were, from whatever they gave her. So Bruno takes her back to the hotel, back to her room, and has a little sit. And Finn and Philip go to the little dining area and begin to talk to Ash to try and figure things out. Um... I'm not really sure what happened. We are going to try and be more careful in the future with recording stuff and properly labeling things. But thankfully, nothing of importance was lost. Cut back to the hotel. Bruno and Cookie are up in the room, and Finn, Ash, and Philip are in the restaurant area having tea and interrogating a teapot. And that's more or less where we left off. Philip and Finn are in the little loungy area, wherever, where they serve afternoon tea at the hotel. Are you staying in Cookie's room, or are you going to wander down? I am staying in Cookie's room, because... She is obviously distressed. She's asleep. Uh Uh-huh. She's not anything right now. Let me tell you how many times I faked being asleep. If you want to stay in there, that's fine. I will have Finn and Philip have their conversation then. I will stay in there. He feels bad or something. That is absolutely fine, because this can only work out well. So in the little lace-curtained little tea room of the hotel... A lovely little table with some doilies, a tea service, a teapot, and Philip and Finn. You will arise from the table and go do whatever it is you decided to do. Uh, So then, Finn, now that we've had this excellent conversation, and I have made my notes as to the interrogation of our insubstantial friend, what are our next steps? Well, I think we've got to find some Patsy to pin this on. Well, we would have had one before he lost his head. Well, yes, that's just... What's done is done. Can't really change that now. You were mentioned then someone, uh... Mentioned someone earlier. What was his name? Yes, I did. Philip will reach into his coat, and in his inner coat pocket is a business card. One William Sanders, attorney. And he places it on the table, turns it around, and slides it to Finn. This gentleman was on the invitation list. Right. An attorney. Uh, Yes, and what makes this most curious is his interest in tomes of occult and eldritch law. Right, so have you seen him in town? Uh, I have not seen him yet. I have seen him on the invitation list. But if he's here, 
or if he has since left after attempting to commit murder most foul and ostensibly succeeding in a manner so efficient that the head of the victim fell clean off, well, that is up for the police to investigate now, isn't it? Right. So we're not going to try and find him. We're just going to... We can certainly try to find him, and if you wish to, and Philip wiggles his fingers, I don't know, something. Well, that is certainly up to you, and I shan't make any suggestions, but uh, the more that we interrogate him of his... Mm, how do I say this? The more we interrogate him of his doings in Arkham, Massachusetts, the less likely we can use him as a patsy. Right. Well, shall we start asking around for him or something? I don't have any easy way to find him. Hmm. I believe the first place to check would be the hotel directory and see if anybody under this name has registered within the past night. Right. Um, that sounds like a plan to start. Uh, the other thing we should probably worry about is um, we need to get that book back into derp custody, right? Um, yes, I, I do believe you are correct. So? I believe we will have to present a, a suspect in order to be able to remove the book. Now, the book's actual owner may cause some distress in that manner, so we will have to be very cautious. The Fitzhume name is not to be taken lightly. Right. To the front desk, I suppose? Yes. Uh, let me clean up here and take care of our detained friend. I'll be right behind you. Finn will just do a couple stretches while Philip cleans up, but doesn't really leave the table until Philip is ready to leave. Philip finishes writing a few things in his journal. It takes a couple of pages. He keeps on looking at the teapot as he does so. Finally, he snaps his book shut, slides it into his inner jacket pocket, picks up his valise and the teapot separately. Then he looks at the table with the other teapot and tea service. Finn, do you happen to see a, a trolley that one would normally place some dishes and a tea set upon? Finn takes a quick look around. Mm-hmm. Over in the corner. Capital. Would you bring that over to me, please? Finn goes and brings over the trolley. Philip is going to load the other tea set on the trolley. Once we are finished here, we'll take all of this upstairs to where Bruno and Charlotte rest. We must all speak to one another and see where we wish to go next. Of course, we will want tea, and Charlotte will want a particular blend. I do not plan on letting her have it. Right. That all being said, Philip will finish that and then wheel the trolley over to the front desk. There is a, a young man who you have seen behind the front desks before. As you guys approach, he will look up, smile, put his hands together and say, Good afternoon, gentlemen. How can I assist you? Uh, well, we've been... Um... We were looking for a friend uh, who was supposed to go to the, uh, what's it called? Like a, an auction. Is that it? Yeah. Uh, no, this would have been the exhibit unveiling at Miskatonic University's museum. Right. Right. An exhibit unveiling. 
gala, some might say. And um, this is the main hotel that's nearby, so we're wondering if you know he was staying here or not. So do you have a uh, a William Sander staying here? Did you guys ever flash your badge to this man before? Philip has. He will look in the guest registry, and he will go back a couple dates, and he'll flip, flip, flip through the pages, going backwards, forwards, and he'll finally look up. I'm sorry, sirs, I don't see that name in my registry, either for previous days or even for tonight. All right, thank you. No worries. Is that, uh, there's a other hotel is nearby that we could check. There's one other small. I doubt it would be fitting for someone who is attending an event at Miskatonic, but you're welcome to check it, and he'll give you the instructions to go find this uh, little hotel. Much obliged. Yes, we do quite appreciate your assistance. Oh, while I do have you here, was there anything untoward that happened last night um, that uh, you might have heard or whoever was manning the evening desk, perhaps? Um, nothing that I heard last night, but, I mean, well, obviously with the goings-on, the unfortunate tragedy. <laughs> yes, of course. And having several police officers searching a guest's room. Oh, my. I will say that they did find something in um, one of the guests' room. Apparently, they found um, blood. In, um, he's kind of embarrassed. Doesn't want to come right out and say it. In um, one of your, one of the rooms reserved for your group. Philip will stop for a second, tilt his head, and then nod. Blood, you say? Interesting. Yes, yes, of course. Was there anything else that they found, by chance? No. No, from what I overheard, um, they were rather excited about finding that. They thought it was evidence, but it seemed that the older officer on site was not so Hopeful. Um, they didn't find anything else. They did question the staff. They, too, said they saw nothing of any events last night. Right, and it's just blood. For all they know, it could be like a juicy steak was spilt. Right? Like a not rare, but medium rare. That would be it. I wouldn't pretend to know the goings-on of an investigation into such a tragedy. Right, well, I was just saying that blood doesn't mean too much because most living things have it. Yes, yes, of course, yes. Well, I shan't take your time any longer. We seem to be talking your ear off. I just wanted to make certain that there was nothing else untold that you might have seen. Uh, anything that can assist in the investigation, of course. I'll sit there and think about it, and then he'll... Oh, there was one more thing. I don't know if it's connected to the horrific events that have happened. I'm going to look at Finn. But, sir, the, the officers did find your suit. Oh, splendid. Apparently, it was crumpled up and shoved down the waste bin. Philip is going to look at Finn. Finn has a very quizzical look on his face. 
Did they happen to leave it here, or did they take it for something? No, they took that as well. Um, I assume they feel it may be evidence. Again, sir, I do not pretend to know the goings-on of an investigation. Oh, yes, quite, quite. Yes. Uh, that is very uh, peculiar news, although that does raise some interesting questions, yes. Well, we shan't keep you any longer. We shall be in the suites that are assigned to myself and my fellow agents. Should anything else arise or anything else you can think of, please do not hesitate to uh, come up there and see us. Absolutely, sir. So you have a lovely afternoon. Please let me know if there's anything else I can do for you. And he's going to kind of give a maybe a little bit of a suspicious look at Finn. Philip is going to smile. He's going to reach into his inner jacket pocket because everything important he keeps is there. He's going to withdraw his billfold and hand over a single dollar in as a smooth and unobtrusive manner as he possibly can. Kind of palm it and shake his hand. Give him a tip. Thank you, my boy. You have been most helpful with all investigations. My pleasure, sir. Again, please let me know if there's anything I can do to assist you. And they will take the cart and the tea set and all that stuff, and they're going to head upstairs to Cookie's room, I believe. Mm-hmm. Bruno, I imagine you'll hear a, a knock at the door to Cookie's room. I imagine I also heard a as the cart is pushed down the hall. There's a squeaky wheel, I'm sure. Plus the cart makes noise. He'll get up and walk over towards the door in that way that's like, hmm, I wonder if this is something that could potentially be untowards. And we'll lean against the door, low ready his gun, and look out. It's Philip. He'll think real hard about cocking that hammer. It's still Philip. And then he'll wean it back into the holster, open the door the rest of the way, and without leaving the room, get his big form in the doorway. See you guys pushing a cart of tea service? Yes, quite. I felt that a spot of tea would be um, just what Charlotte needed, although, as you can see, it's not my traditional tea set. Yeah, shame. Quite, although I am uh, somewhat certain that perhaps you nor even Charlotte would even notice the difference. Ah, that that looks like the same old piece of shit you're always carrying around. <laughs> yes, quite. Well, Finn and I have done some planning and some investigation, and I believe all of us need to sit and speak and come clean about what happened the previous evening. No detail left out. Yeah, I can see where people might think that. And he'll stand back, push open the door to let you guys in. Philip stands next to the door, but he keeps the tea service out in the hallway. Please do let me know when Charlotte is available, and... Uh, Finn, if you wish to go inside, please do so. Otherwise, please stay out here. I believe that it would be a uh, quite a bad idea if we were to bring the tea service nearby without having somebody or something uh, blocking it, so to speak. He looks a little confused. It's like, I thought you was bringing him in to, you know, whatever. And he'll step back if you guys are coming in. 
the other T is here too. Yes, precisely. I suppose we ain't got no place to put that. Right. No, it seems that we do not. Well, here's a thought. I frankly don't trust Philip with the tea. Philip, you don't really trust me with it, I'm assuming. <laughs> yes, quite. Now, Bruno, I trust you not to do anything dumb with it. Philip, do you trust Bruno not to do anything dumb with it? Mm, uh, yes, however, it is my teapot, and it is uh, an heirloom that is very dear and dear to my heart, very special to me. Yeah, I, I don't think it's yours anymore. Right. So I was thinking, Bruno just hides it until we're done, so that we don't have to be constantly, you know, chained at the hip or whatever to make sure one of us doesn't do something dumb with it. Why, Finn, here I thought you were getting fond of me all of a sudden. Look, you two are being weird. Yes, quiet. Uh, Bruno, uh, be a good chap. And <sighs> he's going to open his valise, and inside is the other teapot, his teapot. He's going to remove it from the valise and present it to Bruno. If you would, my good chap, uh, do you secure this so we may be able to transport it back to Boston at a future date? And he will. Look at it, look at the two of you guys, and then look back into the room. Uh, we had a stop by the hospital. They got a drugged up on some stuff right now, so she might be out for a little bit. Well, then, you and Finn and I can have a seat and a discussion once this particular home is secured. Yeah. And then he'll take the teapot from you and leave the immediate area. Philip has to physically bite back following, and there's a little bit of a whine as his teapot is leaving his view. Quick question, Philip. Uh, Yes? Are you the one who threw my suit in the trash? Your suit in the trash? No, I was not. Which is very curious. Because when I went back looking for my suit, I found the one that... You bought me, but I didn't bring it. Oh, yes, that, that is correct. I, I did bring your suit, and I let myself into your room to leave the suit there, so it would be ready for the gala, of course. Um, as you know, other events uh, occurred that kind of prevent the the grand opening, so to speak. So. Yes, I did go into your room, and I did leave the suit. And then my suit got in the trash. I suppose it did, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finn, are, are you insinuating something? That you threw my suit in the bin, yes. Oh, well. No. All right. He's starting to do a little dance in place, pat his hands on his legs like he's listening to a beat that only he can hear, and keeps on looking back towards the direction where Bruno left. Let's cut to uh, Bruno enters his room. You were in the room. You were holding a lovely little teapot. He's just tapping it against his hand, looking around. He's like, where the fuck am I going to hide this? Together again. Ah, shit. The fuck you want? I think you already know what I want. 
Yeah, maybe I'm not so smart as people think. Maybe you should spell it out. In order, I'd like to speak with Cookie. Yeah. And I would like to be let out. Well, uh, that first thing probably ain't going to happen. And uh, I don't know what you is, so... Would you like the story that I gave them? Yeah, sure, why not? I am Cookie's guardian angel. Oh, real religious type. Not exactly, but I'm simplifying it for you. Oh, well, I appreciate that. Listen, Bruno, you and I may have gotten off on the wrong foot. I don't think you have feet. (laughs) Ah, good one. No, our first true interaction wasn't that great. I mean, you did threaten to kill my friend, so, uh... I was in a very precarious situation. Doesn't look like it's gotten much better. It hasn't. No thanks to you. I do what I can. I know you do. I know all about you. Yeah? Yeah. Then how do you know this is gonna go? Quite frankly, I don't. Because right now, my whole world is in your hands. I shake the teapot. (laughs) Just kidding, I can't actually feel that. So, you're going to get a version of the story from the other two. I just ask that you listen to it with an open mind. Then, when you come back to me, let me know what you think. Well, I'm listening, and he's walking around the room trying to find a place. Is there a window? Yes. Is it a window that I might be able to get out of? Yes. I'm going to get out this window. With the teapot? I'm going to grab a pillowcase or something, tie it into my belt. So you're going to take a pillowcase. You're going to put the teapot in the pillowcase. You're going to affix said teapot to your person. Yeah. You make it sound like Bruno's not had to sneak out of someplace before. No, no, no. I'm making sure I understand exactly what's happening in this picture. What are we going to roll, Bruno? And are you doing anything to, like, make it so nobody sees you? Or you just, I'm just climbing out of a window. If somebody sees me, I don't care. First thing I'm going to do is look around to see if there's anybody that's just standing there like, hey, what up? Because that would be awkward. Let's do a luck roll. Let's see if you're lucky enough that there's nobody there on a Saturday afternoon in beautiful Arkham. Wow. And you have been spending luck like a madman, and you still... Pretty deserted on this side of the uh, hotel. Yeah. Let's make a climb roll. So it starts a little shaky. You maybe slip a couple trying to find handholds to climb down. But eventually, given your height, your size, you figure I just need to get down a little bit and then I can drop safely. And there you go. You are on the ground in the bushes outside of the hotel. Stand up, brush myself off, and start walking around town. What are you doing? Finding a place to stick you. Oh, God, please don't do that. Why not? Because some random passerby could come get me and take me to God knows where. That sounds like something you might want. No. Look, just keep me in your little knapsack or something. Just don't leave me outside. I don't want to leave him somewhere. 
where he's going to start talking to randos. Listen, the guy. Yeah. You don't have to do this. Why not? You go, you're going to be turned into a genie? Look, I'm a guardian angel of sorts. I can do things. Mm-hmm. You help me, I can help you. What are you going to help me do? Make it a good offer. I didn't lie to you. I can protect Cookie from things that you can't. You want her taken care of? Yeah, that's uh, it's always a, a bonus, you know? But she could take care of herself, and I don't think she needs somebody who's going to be all, oh, I'll kill you and take over your shit, you know? Look, you never heard the whole story. It's complicated. I only did what I had to do. Listen, you're strong, and I'm smart. And I'm not the kind of smart you're, that you're used to. The kind that takes advantage of you. Oh, this is going to be good. I mean, what have you got to lose at this point? Nothing I'd lament being rid of. Really? What about your friend? Well, she's safe, she alive. She hates you right now. Yeah, I'd rather her hate me than uh, be dealing with whatever evil shit you up to. How do you know I'm evil? Yeah, talking teapot. So, that makes me evil. Don't make you normal. Are any of you normal? You know, probably not, but... I'm not asking you to open me up and let me out. I'm asking for a chance. I just want you to give me a chance. Take me back to your room. Go talk to your friends. Then come talk to me. Well, I tell you what, you got a little bit of time as we're going on a little walk here to to tell me about how your relationship is and what's they going to tell me when I get back there. Deal. Let's cut back to Finn and Philip, who I assume is still standing in the hallway. The door is slightly open to Charlotte's room. After a solid probably two minutes of doing his little nervous dance and not hearing anything about Bruno coming back, Philip is just going to huff, and then he's going to push the trolley into the room and use the trolley to push open the door. Well, there's, there's nothing else for it. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm certain it's fine. It's only family heirloom. It's the last remaining piece of the old country, I suppose. Really, it's nothing at all. Right. Just like my suit is the last thing I have of my father. Yeah, doesn't mean anything at all. Yes, yes, of course, of course. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't at all. Um, the desk man, the desk man, he said that they found blood. They found, they found, they found uh, blood stains in the, uh, in one of these suites. Was it, it would have been this one. He starts looking around on the floor. So, Finn, do you also look on the floor? Uh, sure, yeah. You will find some blood drops by the door on the rug. Do you remember if his face was beat up? His face was beat up, yeah. Uh, so there's very little uh, blood otherwise, but up against the door, he hmm, is rebuked by Charlotte. He opens the door to step out, but in his haste and rage... No, 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 no. He, he flies. The door flies open. 
he is standing there. He's ready to walk out. He has got um, terrible words upon his lips for, for our dear Charlotte. And he does not even see the fist that he walks into and the blood sprays onto the carpet. And injured and dazed, our assailant takes him downstairs. Right. That That's the theory. And then, what, throws him in the car and drives off? Yes, throws him in the car and drives off now. In order for the car to drive over the bridge, the driver would have had to have done this intentionally and nearly had to go over with the car. But why was Doyle murdered? Well, as I said, uh, uh, a new friend is a collector of books of questionable intent. And, of course, there is one that is uh, certainly the center of this investigation, the Animon Scriptor. So he needed the keys. Doyle had the keys, however, in his search for the keys to open the museum, Doyle awoke and a fight broke out in the vehicle. Yes, 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 this will do. And so during this fight in the vehicle, the car careens off the bridge and into the river. And Doyle is knocked out when the car hits the water. Of course, as the water rushes in, our assailant now has to escape and cannot take the keys with him. And so he climbs out of the river, sopping wet, and disappears. And the head. Yes, yes, of course, Will. Uh, let us say that the, hmm, the shock of... His head hitting the steering wheel was so great that it shattered almost every bone in his spine. Finn, I don't know. I'm not very good at medicine. Right. Well, I know a bit, a wee bit, but I'd assume it was a clean cut that we had. And um, ripped off like that would be not exactly clean. Well, of course, of course, of course. But, however... It was intact when he came in. It was only as the body started to warm up after being pulled from a frigid river that it started to fall off. Yes. Okay. Um. Philip's excited about this. He pulls his book back out and his, his pencil, and he's starting to write this down in his book. Unless it could be. There was initially a cut, right? Oh, 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 like... um. Uh, somebody attempted to cut his throat, but uh, it did not. Right, somebody tried to cut his throat, and the car jerked. And then it went over the bridge. Hmm. Right, so the knife must have cut right then and there when it was jerked somehow. Maybe it was in neutral, and it just kind of started going down the hill. Or something, I'm not certain. But something along those lines, that's a way to look at it. Uh, yes, well, Philip is writing this all down, and he's looking at it, and he turns his book sideways, then back again. Uh, we shall have to confer with, with Charlotte and, and Bruno. Uh, Charlotte, because he was the last person to see Doyle alive that evening, and Bruno, because he is a criminal, and he will be able to see aspects of this alibi, of this, of this um, narrative, that you and I cannot. Sounds good. Well then, uh, let us 
Let us look upon Charlotte and uh, see how her health fares after the day that she has had. Hmm? Do you know how long it'll be for her to wake up? I don't know how... I don't know what drugs she had, so... Neither do you. Philip will check in on Cookie and... Hmm. Then he'll go to the washroom and get a little bit of water and moisten a towel with it and start patting at her head. And Cookie will start to wake up. You know, her face is still swollen, but I think the swelling might be going down a little bit. Her eyes just flutter. And when she sees it's Philip, she does that retreat back into the pillow and jerks her head away for a minute. Ew, uh, um, I am, I am sorry. I, I you, you look, uh, you look a frightful mess, Charlotte, and, and I do apologize. Oh, I know. I'm sorry, Philip. I'm just, just sore. Where's Runo? Uh, would that I knew. Uh, unfortunately, he was uh, not here when we first came in the room. We did bring tea, however. Tea? Where? Ash? Where's Ash? I know you have him. Where is he? Uh, Charlotte, I, I do apologize, but it would be a uh, poor idea on uh, both my part and Finn's if we allowed you to see Ash at this time. That's not true. I need him. I need. I need to speak with him. I know you have him. Charlotte, Charlotte, he made claims that he would kill you when we were in the police station. That's not true. It's not true. That is not something that we could assess. We did what we had to do to ensure your safety, and your safety necessitated the removal of Ash. And a big punch to the face? That, that was necessary? I had nothing to do with that. Nothing at all. With that, she just sits up in bed, you know, puts her back to the headboard and just glares at Philip and turns and looks at Finn, just waiting, waiting for Finn. Yeah, we got to exercise those demons. Finn just kind of shrugs. Gets a hard glare back. So, uh, do you know what Ash was exactly. He's my best friend. We've been together since I was a child. What do you mean what he was? What did you guys do to him? He is. He should be. Well, sure, yes, he still exists. Um, But do you know what he is, then? Other than a friend? No, he's my best friend. He's a He's a family spirit. I don't know. I really don't know. I, he's just, he's been there for me forever. He's done. He's taken care of me and kept me safe. So you never asked what he was? No, we grew up together. I don't know why I'm even telling you all this. I would like to think it's because we asked nicely. You didn't. You basically forced me. You stole him from me. Yes, I, I suppose we did. In your best interest. If you love him, let him go. That's not true at all. Where, where is he? Regrettably, he's in my heirloom teapot. 
Well, we do have tea. If you are feeling up to speaking more. Make it coffee and you have a deal. Just let me get myself cleaned up, please. No, oh, yeah, it's quiet. And Philip will retreat to the living room. Finn close behind. Well, that went quite well, wouldn't you say? She didn't try to hit us, so that's a start. Yes, well, I suppose we shall have to find some coffee. I neglected to bring any upstairs. Right. Also, don't know if she has a knife in there, so she'll probably make sure, keep an eye on what she has on her when she comes out. Just in case she tries to stab us. It's it's still a thing. Uh, yes, yes, uh, indeed. I, uh, I I do agree we should keep an, keep an eye out, so to speak. Yes, for, for knives. And other weapons. Yes, of course, and, and other weapons. I must admit I'm not much of a, a armsman. I try not to look for these things. Neither do I. Just thought it might be an issue. Well then, Shall you go get the coffee, or should I? I fear I am not a coffee drinker. All right, I'll head down. Just don't get yourself stabbed or shot. Uh, yes, I do believe my uh, health is first and foremost my concern. Finn heads to the door and goes down to get coffee. Philip lets the door close behind him and sighs, looks at the ceiling, and goes to find a seat. Bruno? Yes? What's going on with you? The scene cuts over to Bruno walking with the teapot under one arm and a shovel over the shoulder, and he's looking around for somebody with a good name so that he can remember where he's burying this. He's telling me that you're some kind of imaginary friend that's been with Charlotte since she was a child, that you're looking out for her and you you know, taking care of her, which you know, I appreciate, but I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. There's a lot of weird shit in the world, and I think you're just the latest in a long list. I see. So you definitely know what's best for Charlotte, then. I mean, I ain't tried to kill her. Neither did I. I didn't threaten to, neither. You did punch her in the face, though. Well, she did, uh, hit me and then kick me, and oh yeah, I shot Finn. So, sorry if I go to extreme measures to save my friends. She's doing something very dangerous, and I didn't know what was going on. So, with friends like you, who needs enemies? Yeah, you're supposed to keep me close, I think they say. Well, then why are you burying me in a graveyard? Uh, because I don't know what specifically is going on. And this is a place where ain't nobody going to pay no much of attention for a little bit. And then I will come back and get you. If no one else gets to me first. Who's going to go around digging up a grave? That is like some of the worst heresies and blasphemies one can do. You're about to dig up a grave. Yeah. And as you said, I'm a bad guy. I find a grave that's got some flowers and stuff on it. And I put the teapot on the headstone. This one's maybe a little, a little fresher. Bruno, Bruno, please don't leave me out here. But it'll be for like an hour. Please, I will do anything within my very limited capacity. That doesn't sound like you're going to be doing me a lot much. Shunk. <laughs> He's dug a little bit of a hole 
and he's about to put you in it and then start covering it up. The camera shot is probably from in the hole looking up with him with a shovel full of dirt. Bruno! Cookie's never going to forgive you for this. Yeah, but she'll be alive. She will with both of us. I am not your enemy. Open your mind for a second. Well, here's my uh, my idea. Is right now, I can't trust you. And if we have a whole conversation and figure out that maybe you're not so bad, I can come get you. And then it'll be fine. And there'll be nothing to worry about. Or the little worst thing, thing comes to pass, pass and I'm gone, gone forever. And, and Cookie, Cookie never, never forgives you. Yeah, well, that's, that's an outcome I'm ready to live with, I think. There's been too much weird shit that we've run into to just kind of invite that weird shit into my friend's life. I know you were talking teapot. You're not even aware of what's really out there. What you're incapable of protecting her from. I can help you. I can't do anything physically. Not now. But from other things, I can help. Well, if I need your help, I'll be happy to come back and get you. And he will hit you with a shovel full of dirt. Let's cut back to Philip. Philip has sat down, and he's got his journal out and his pencil. And he's writing in his journal again. But this is different. He finishes a page. He signs it at the bottom. He tears it out carefully, and he folds it. He opens his valise, and he's got envelopes in there because he likes writing letters to Bertram. Three times he does this. He writes a page. He folds it. He puts it in an envelope. And once the third one is done, he'll close his valise, stand up, put it on the chair, open the door, look both ways to see if anybody's coming. And then he's going to sneak to Bruno's room and slide one of them under the door. And then do you go back to Cookie's room? Philip does. Philip, when you enter back in that room, the valise that you left on the chair, you are then struck with the image of another bag tucked on the side of that chair. Another bag? It's familiar. It's the one Bruno carried out of the police station. Oh, no. No, 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 I recognize that foul pleather anywhere. And Bruno, you fool, you brought it here. Wait. Well, he's going to look around the room for a similar-sized book to the Anamon scripter he knows is inside. It's there. He's going to take the book, and he's going to put it in his valise, and he's going to close that up, and then he'll grab, like, an encyclopedia or something, or... Go with a Bible on the cupboard, maybe. And he will wrap it up as the previous one was wrapped and put it in there and close it up. It's about this time that Charlotte will come out of the bathroom. I believe she was in there getting freshened up. You can tell that she's been crying. Maybe powdered her swelling face to no avail trying to diminish the size of her wound. To his credit, Philip does look very concerned and not a little bit 
guilty. More concern for me? That's so out of character for him. I think that Cookie's more taken aback and kind of just stops in her tracks, quizzically looking at him. Um, are are you okay, Philip? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Uh, of course, I'm just, you know. Charlotte, I'm 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 concerned for for your health and and for your for your well-being. I I must admit that the scene in the the interrogation room was not um, not one that I entirely expected. Or, although it did conf- confirm some uh, unusual theories, but uh, what 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 has been done has has been done. But uh, if if you could, what do you remember from last night? I already told you. Nothing. I remember nothing. We went out to dinner. I drank too much. Came back here. That was it. The end. (sighs) Very well. The chief of police of Arkham has stated that Agent Patterson wishes us to deliver a suspect in Doyle's murder to him and that we should return to Boston before Sunday afternoon. I need to speak with Ash. I need to speak with him. I cannot allow that. No. You have to. I need to get to the bottom of what happened last night. I need to speak with him. Charlotte, I understand, but... You don't understand. It's not your decision. You took him from me. I need to speak with him. It's not my decision. Ash is not here. Obviously, Philip. I know he's in your teapot. Where the hell is your teapot? I don't know. That's not like you at all. And she wants to do like an intimidate. Oh, let's do it. Don't look very intimidating with your swollen cheek and your... I'm having none of it. Crying eyes. And that just makes her even sadder. She just busts out in tears and does the sad pound on his shoulders. It's obviously just weak little sissy Lala, sad, cry. I hate your guts, Philip. Charlotte, I know. I believe everybody does, but what's done is done. And in an uncharacteristic display of emotion, he will give Cookie an awkward and gentle hug. Are you staying in Cookie's room or are you going to wander down? I am staying in Cookie's room because she is obviously distressed. She's asleep. Uh Uh-huh. She's not anything right now. Let me tell you how many times I faked being asleep. Wow. Wow. You saw them drug me. Was that (laughs) after after you were drugged? I mean, sometimes I drank a lot. Uh Uh-huh. With the teapot? Yeah. You're going to shimmy out of a second-story window holding a teapot? I mean, I believe in my fitnessness. God, I hope you drop it 
and he escapes. Okay, let's do this. I hope he drops it and it shatters into pieces. Yeah, me too. It's sterling silver. It will not shatter. But the little fall off. But the little fall off and Ash will escape and then he'll declare revenge on the rest of us. And there's a believer right next to him. Oh, this can't go any better. Okay. Well, Bruno. I am, I am. (laughs) Bruno. Yeah. One-handed climbing out of a second-story window. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I ain't that dumb. What do you mean? I'm going to grab a pillowcase or something, tie it into my belt. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) He can still botch the roll. Don't you worry. He can still fall himself and I'll kill two birds at once. Exactly. I don't want to leave him somewhere where he's going to start talking to randos. Well, he can only talk to people who believe in him, but Bruno doesn't know that. But, I mean, Bruno, you can just go dig a hole in the woods and bury him for all I care. I mean, that sounds like a pretty great idea, actually. (sighs) Build him a little raft and send him down the Miskatonic River. No, no, no. He needs to be somewhere where I can get him back. Moses him, if you wish. I don't care. I mean, that does actually sound... Let my ghost people go. (laughs) Let my ghost people go. Uh, jokes on him, ghosts are people. Do you know how long it'll be for her to wake up? I don't know how... I don't know what drugs she had, so... Neither do you. Charlotte can come around whenever she wishes. If she doesn't want to right now, that's fine. I mean, that's up to you guys. I'm good. I'm just, like, listening to all the drama. Loving it. (laughs) Yeah, but they want to talk to you, so they need you to wake up. Maybe they should splash me with water or something. I don't know. Gently, because I've through enough trauma today. (laughs) Whatever you guys want to do. We do have scalding hot tea. We're not scalding hot, not anymore. (laughs) There's a bathroom (laughs) in my little (laughs) suite. That's not like you at all. And she wants to do, like, an intimidate. Oh, let's do it. Scare this insane weenie. Let's see it. Should you get a bonus day? Because Philip's a bitch. Oz here, just chiming in at the end to say thanks for continuing to support us with your ears, bumping us by word of mouth, and even with Patreon donations, which is pretty awesome. If you aren't on our Discord, feel free to come on by and get it without a net welcome. If you are, you know how we do. We couldn't continue to do this without your support and feedback, so if you do have feedback, this is me personally begging you to let us know. We know we can always do better, and we'd love to know when we're doing well. Anyway, a couple of disclaimers. The music you heard and the intro and the outro was from the Great Old Ones and Other Beings album by Graham Plowman. You can find that on YouTube. It is some excellent Call of Cthulhu music. Call of Cthulhu 7th edition is produced by Chaosium Inc. Without a net podcast has no affiliation with Chaosium Inc. We just think 7th edition is pretty bomb and we're going to go ahead and try it out. We get no kickbacks from Chaosium, nor do we expect any, although that may change in the future, but probably not. I hope you all had a wonderful time listening to this, and we will see you next week.